Tamir Bryce, Laquan McDonald, Betty Jones, Botham Jean, Freddie Gray, Alton Sterling, Eric Gardner, Terrence Crutcher, Michael Brown, Flando Castile, Elijah McLean, Brianna Taylor, George Floyd. Say their names and say them again. These are just some of the black people who have been killed by the police in the United States. Hi, my name is Quinn Faith and welcome to Levels of Change, a three-part podcast series where I will be discussing and emphasizing the need for institutional change on all different levels of society. In this first episode, I focused on some of the recent changes Marquette University has made in their efforts to make the school a more inclusive and diverse place. The Black Lives Matter movement is nothing new, as I'm sure many of you know. It was originally formed in response to police brutality towards black people in the United States back in 2013 to draw awareness and spark conversation. Seven years later, these issues are still relevant with the shooting of people like Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, and Jacob Blake in 2020 alone. Protests have erupted all around the country, ranging from cities like Portland, Oregon to Kenosha, Wisconsin. Marquette has had its own protests on campus. I had the chance to interview Brianna Flowers, the president of the Black Student Council, and Scotty Jackson, the vice president, about a sit-in that they organized at one of the administrative buildings on campus to get a conversation going about real institutional change. We wanted actual change. Mm-hmm. And you know the reason why we went to Zilber was because we were very, very um, detailed in our ask that so there was no reason why it should have been wrong or something shouldn't have happened. We had deadlines that we wanted and we started with things that we gave them proper deadlines. It wasn't like we were asking for, you know, a cultural center to be built um, tomorrow. It wasn't like that. It was like, okay, we'll take a phase. We, we want to we'll take a phase one, which is a building that we can have once we get on campus um, until a new building is built. It wasn't like we were asking for them to bring 200 black students in or 40 black students in by the in, by next semester. No, we weren't doing that. The only thing we asked for really right off the bat was legislative change. Legislative change happens, you know, there's no funding that's involved. Um, we asked for an apology. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. So um, I always I told them um, both times we met, I said, if y'all if y'all would have gave an apology before we started, a lot of this wouldn't have happened. We probably wouldn't have even went to Zilber, but it was just things that they were not meeting basic deadlines on. So there was like, how can we trust um, what's going on? And then um, coming off, you know, the Jacob Blake uh, uh, shooting, we're like, y'all still ain't done nothing. There's still no apology after that even. So, um, and then we got to school and a lot of the students were like, um, I don't, I don't want to, I don't know what to do. Like I'm hurt. They were texting us, emailing us, calling us. I'm hurt. DMing us. I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm hurt. We got to do something. And I was like, well, what y'all want to do? And they were like, well, I don't want to go to class. So I said, don't go. And that's when, um, we kind of just decided, um, well, they decided, the students had just told us, like, they don't want to go. I'm like, what y'all want to do? So we stayed, went outside, we made posters and stuff, and we kind of had a little rally, and then that's when we went to Zilber the first time. Yeah, and they they agreed upon the everything that we said. Like, we gave them a full presentation. Uh, mm-hmm. they, 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 they listened to their presentation. They listened to the research we had. They listened to the facts we provided. And they said, this should be no problem getting done. Um, they said we sh- we should seek to it right mm-hmm. after the call, and like we didn't see any action, so 
what do you do when you don't see action? You have to uh, you have to put some type of some type of accountability. You have to hold them accountable. The number of black people and black faculty has stayed relatively the same over the last four years at Marquette, and a more diverse campus is something that Bree and Scotty were set on changing. According to the diversity page on Marquette's website, the number of undergraduate black students has risen by seven since 2016, moving from 319 to 326. The numbers are similar for black faculty as well, rising from 26 to 31 this year. The Black Student Council felt that they needed to be a voice for each and every one of those students and faculty during these times. With these changes and any sort of institutional change, it's important that these conversations amount to something meaningful. Anyone can talk about the issues at hand and even discuss some possible solutions, but until those words turn into actions, there hasn't been any real change. Bree says she believes in the school and her group at BSC to create a better Marquette. And I have confidence in, in our people, and I'll mm-hmm. say that they're going to get it done if the school don't. Um, we have a good group of individuals who will be here for a long time who will make sure that, you know, the things that we ask for get done. So, I mean, it's on them to do it, but if they don't do it, then they obviously understand that there's a group of people who will continue to continue to fight. And I always say that, like, this is open. There's going to be more things that need to change and they need to be ready to, you know, uphold those changes as well when presented to them. But yeah, it's not like, um, we, we gonna stop. We don't stop. This is a movement. Um, movements don't die out. Revolutions don't die out. Um, so it's going to continue to go on. Another one of the changes that Brian Scotty asked for was some kind of relationship between the Black Student Council and the Marquette University Police Department. With the number of black people who have been killed by police in this country, they thought it was important to have a relationship with the police department that keeps the school safe. The main reason I, w- I really wanted to talk to MUPD was because of the relationship with the community and the relationship with black students on campus. And we're talking in a way to combat the situation of black students feeling unsafe or black students feeling like they can't count on MUPD or they can't count on their security team in any way or black men feeling like they don't have to be followed or they don't they don't they don't have to be feel threatened just like a Milwaukee police officer when they when they look at an MUPD police officer. According to a Harvard study, black people are three times as likely to be killed by police than white people. This doesn't mean that the number is technically higher, but the percentage is relative to the population based on each race. Having a constant flow of communication between the Black Student Council and the Marquette Police Department is important for both parties and working to build up that trust and reliability. This relationship is one of the things Marquette has already begun to implement. I was lucky enough to talk about some of these changes the school has made with Marquette Provost Kimo Oyun, who worked directly with the Black Student Council in creating these plans for change. Some of the things we've already been able to implement. So, uh, you know, there were some meetings they wanted, um, for example, with MUPD, that meeting took place a couple of days mm-hmm. ago. There uh, was the, uh, they wanted 30 uh, scholarships. So we actually increased that to 40 scholarships, tuition scholarships, uh, you know, focusing on uh, black students from Milwaukee. So, so, you know, all of those, there's a timeline that we decided upon of when we would implement all of these things. I mean, I think the first thing obviously is we're gonna increase the number of black students at Marquette. You know, one of the things, they regularly, uh, uh, people regularly ask is, you know, where are the people who look like me? So we're going to be able to solve that problem. The the second is, you know, focusing on things like pipeline programs. How do we make sure we create the conditions to be able to let students in the community to know we exist and that we want them here and that they want, we want them to be working towards that Mm -hmm. while they're still working through junior high and high school. 
I think it'll also service uh, service in terms of just more of a direct line of communication. Uh, you know, making this part of central, you know, a key element of what they asked for was a change in the curriculum. And we're working through that process right now. As Bree, Scotty, and Provost UNF said, it's a process. Change is not going to be something that's going to happen overnight. It's important to have a plan, and Marquette has just that thanks to the efforts of the Black Student Council. As the interviewees have already mentioned, Marquette plans to award 40 tuition scholarships to Milwaukee Public School students. The Black Student Council and the Marquette University Police Department have already held meetings. A cultural center is expected to be built soon, and there is expected to be some sort of change in the curriculum. Here are some of the other things Marquette plans to implement according to their Twitter account. A more diverse group of counselors in the Counseling Center, Black Student Council representation on the Board of Undergraduate Studies and the Committee of Teaching, a training program for students about the importance of inclusion, and finally, a Black Student Council committee is expected to be formed, which aims to increase the retention and the success of Black students. Now, these plans don't mark the end of the fight. As Bree said, revolutions don't die out. Movements don't die out. This is only the beginning of a more inclusive university and Marquette community. That's going to wrap up this first episode of Levels of Change. My name is Quinn Faith. Thanks for listening.